Welcome to The Selling Point, a podcast created just for you, our JSU STEM majors. The Selling Point will provide advising tips, interviews with various professional programs, employers, students, as well as other campus resources. We hope you truly enjoy. Go Gamecocks! Welcome to the third season of The Selling Point. We're so excited to have you here today. Um, As we all know, JSU is growing, so so is The Selling Point. So today, I'm going to introduce my beautiful co-hosts, Miss Leanne Lister, Miss Jennifer Galt, and Miss Kelly Moses. So when we talk about the growth of the selling point, one of the big things that we want you guys to know that not only now are we talking about computer science, biology, chemistry, geography, mathematics, but we're also going to be adding engineering. So uh, the selling point is basically for all STEM majors and we're super excited. So with all of that being said, we have a very special guest today. She is a student within the Applied Engineering Department whose major is Occupational Safety and Health Management. And she is currently doing a fabulous co-op with a very prominent employer. So we can't wait for her to razzle-dazzle us with all this information so i want to give a big round of applause and welcome to jordan hi jordan hi thank you so much for having me so tell us a little bit about what a co-op is how you got yours what all you do like how tell us all the things how this works yes so i'm currently participating in an alternating co-op which means one semester i'm a full-time employee. I work 40 hours a week. And then the next semester, I will be a full-time student. And that alternates for six semesters, which sounds like a long time, but is going by very fast. And I was lucky enough to learn about this program right before our career fair and spoke with Southern Company at the career fair, had two rounds of interviews with them and was lucky enough to get an offer pretty soon after that, and then just dive headfirst into the co-op that next semester. So you gave them a two-year commitment, pretty much. I did, and it again, it sounds like a lot, but it is, it's flying by, and it's so much more information than I thought I would get during this time that I thought I would be just in school. Awesome. So is it just, like, is that the only option that you can do is alternating? Are there... No, you can also do, they offer a parallel co-op, which means you work 20 hours a week and then you are a part-time student. Um, That schedule is based off of you and your employer and the needs that are, the scheduling needs. But there are many options for co-ops and it's just to be able to spend more than three or four months with a company. It's the constant reoccurrence of you being in the workplace with the team. It's being able to get projects that are a little bit deeper than just your three-month stints that most interns get. Gotcha. So I'm super intrigued on your role and the projects and everything that you're working on during your co-op. So kind of give us like, What's a day in the life of an intern at the Southern Company? 
So at Southern Company, I am getting to work with the corporate level. I'm getting to work at the corporate level. And my team is currently rewriting some shims, some emergency action plans are being placed. And it's a lot of, of higher level safety than just your field applications. I get to go out in the field. They send me on what I call field trips. <laughs> <laughs> they get rid of me for a week or they send me out for a week and I will go and I get to participate in field work and get to see some just different aspects of the company and different areas that I could be interested in, finding out where I want to go post-graduation. But for the most part, I am a corporate employee. So I get to see kind of behind the curtain of what, who is making these decisions? How do these trainings get sent out? How do the trainings get made? That was actually one of the cool projects I got to be on was making a, an annual all training and it was just seeing that at a different level besides just getting told, hey, you need to do this training. Awesome. That's cool. Getting, That's really cool. It, I really enjoy getting to see the thought process and the communication behind it because I feel like sometimes when you're in the field, you just kind of see the, I've been told to do this, but you don't get the whole, like, what has gone into getting this to you. How you're much seeing all the sides. Yes, how much actually goes into the trickle-down effect. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so I guess one of the questions, because you're alternating, um, you have an alternating schedule. So when you come back and you take classes for that semester, do you realize that some of the things that you're doing at work heavily correlate with your coursework or the coursework that you're learning now is going to heavily correlate with what you're going to do when you go back onto your in your next work cycle? Oh, yes. There's so many times that I have been sitting there and... I'm just like, my mouth is open. I'm like, oh, my goodness, I learned this in class. <laughs> and, they were right. Yeah. Oh, man. No wonder I needed to learn this. <laughs> it's, it's like they did this on purpose. No, there's so many times where I was just like, I, I get to, there's so many times that I, I know these things that they're talking about because we went over them in class. We've talked about them extensively. And even... Going back into school, I see how much more, that sounds bad, but how much more I need to pay attention. How, <laughs> so, <I'm> like, <laughs> it, it sounds so bad, but it, it is. It's that realization that, oh, my goodness, this isn't busy work. This is real. Like, learning how to do insurance um Is it ERTs? I'm messing up now. But learning how to do all these different calculations and all these words and definitions that it just felt like a lot at the time. It's really part of the safety lingo. It's part of everyday life. And I just didn't realize how much I would use that. I've been in conversations where I pulled back um, the hierarchy of controls out and people are just like, oh my goodness, you know that? And I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a nerd. I went to college for this. <laughs> so with you... With alternating the way that your schedule, like when you come back, how how does that work? Do you just figure it out? What classes? How do you know? Because some of the classes are only offered certain semesters. So does that not throw you off? Oh, we scheduled this very well. Everything was laid out from the second I got the co-op offer. I went to my wonderful advisor and me and her sat there 
and laid every single class schedule out. And we even knew that, hey, this class may not be offered in the summer, but we're not going to panic. We're not going to prolong graduation. We're going to take it here. We're going to do this. And there's just so much maneuvering that takes place. But there's a lot of planning beforehand. I know every class I'm going to take now until graduation exactly when I'm going to take it because everything has to be planned out for this. This is not something you just are like, oh, I'm a co-op now. And then you're like, I'll figure my schedule out later because that will put you graduating later. So with you alternating and going work, school, work, school, it sounds like it would set you back and throw off your graduation date. It did a little bit. It set me back one year. Um, and some students will find that it won't set them back quite as long as mine did. But doing that, I'm getting experience that I'm is going to look great on a resume one day because I have no experience in this field. I, I, I had one company that asked me why they shire me. And I'm like, I have no reason, honestly. I'm not the best person. <laughs> but now I have this experience, this real world application, like these things that these times where I've applied my knowledge in the real world settings and seen like, oh, this works, this doesn't work. And I can actually bring something to the table to my next employer. So it's like a two year interview. It is. It is a two year interview. <laughs> and it's a it's, long time. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of time for them to know me. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, everything is planned out so specifically, so strategically. And the graduation being set back is a little scary at first. But knowing how much better off you're going to be when you graduate because of this time. I've even had people come up to me that did an internship and not a co-op and said, I wish I would have done a co-op. I didn't get enough time. I didn't learn all I wanted to learn. There was more there for me to grab, and I just didn't have time to grab everything. You said it threw you off a year. Is that because of the way the class is laid out, or is it typically like one or two semesters, and it just happened to be how your class is laid out? It was one. Or, it's usually one or two semesters. That was the way my classes laid out. I didn't come to JSU um, normally. I'm a I know normal is not the word I should use there. (laughs) Non-traditional. I didn't come to JSU the traditional route. I'm a non-traditional student. And so my schedule looked a little different than my peers who had come through a traditional route. And so sometimes that can be one or two semesters that it kind of sets you back or just pushes that graduation time. And for me, it was an entire year, but it also was because of how it fell with summer classes, only offering so many. Um, But yeah, it sounds like a lot an entire year. I think I've said that a few times because that was terrifying for me. When I found out the co-op was going to set me back, I, I mean, I'm not going to say I panicked, but tears were shed a little bit. It was terrifying. (laughs) You can take that. It was terrifying (laughs) because I was, I'm so ready to be out there in the real world doing this. I love this. I'm passionate about this. And all I saw was being set back a little bit longer, and that terrified me. And then going in and learning, I'm not being set back. I'm actually being thrown in a little faster. I'm getting to make these connections and talk to people and learn so much right now that I was going to learn later. And I'm assuming you get paid. Yes, that was another thing. (laughs) It was a paid internship, so that helped a lot of the, oh, man, this is setting me back. It is, but I'm 
getting to learn everything. I'm getting to be in the field. I'm getting paid for this. I still can't believe that. I walk in some days. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you guys are paying me for this. This is great. <laughs> I've tricked so many of you. <laughs> I told Matthew that a few times. <laughs> you no take backsies. Yeah. <laughs> but it was another another big thing for me was the reassurance that I was going in the right direction, that this was the field I wanted because I I thought I wanted safety. I you know, it was one of those, I think I want it. I like the way it sounds. Everything lines up my personality, what I'm interested in. Everything was lining up, but I just didn't know would safety be all I, all I wanted it to be, all I expected it to be. So that was one of my fears going in the first week was that I'm going to get here and I'm going to be like, oh man, I did not want to do safety, but here I am. But in reality, it actually just reaffirmed that, no, this is where I want to be. This is what I want to do. And if nothing else, I want to do it even more now. I want to give a thousand percent of me to this because I love this career path. So if there was one thing that you can say to a freshman or a sophomore that you wish that you knew then, what would it be? I'm going to go back to it's it's not that long. It's not that much of a difference. It's the graduation, like the putting off your graduation is not that much of a difference. It sounds terrifying and there's going to come a point in everyone's journey through college where you're just like, I'm so ready to be done. I can't do this any longer. I'm so tired. I just want to be done with college. But this is so much bigger. It gives you such a better opportunity, especially if you're someone coming straight out of high school because that lack of experience is terrifying when you get out there and you're filling out applications and they want five years of experience and you're barely five years out of high school. And for me, <laughs> it wasn't necessarily, that wasn't my fear. Mine was the experience I had did not correlate to what they wanted. And so this gave me, this gave me a little bit more confidence in my resume, confidence in myself going through safety and just really it was a little bit more empowering of knowing like this is all working. This is all going in the right direction. I feel like I'm rambling a little it's bit. It's all the things. Yeah. It's a little bit of everything. Awesome. So um, I do have a question that's it's a little different because I know that you said that you, um, you learned about the opportunity before the career fair, but you went to the career fair. Mm-hmm. So I always, I, I'm, I'm very interested in, in this part. Um, How did you overcome the nerves of the elevator pitch when you're at the career fair and you're walking up to somebody and you're like, hi, it's me. Hi. (laughs) I don't know. I blacked out. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it really is overcoming those nerves. I think that's the best way you can put it, because it's a little bit of like just kind of sitting there shaking your hands a little bit, like warming up, like you're about to like run a. I was about to say play a sport, but like you're about to do something physical. Like you're like, oh man, this is really scary because they're going to see right through me. I mean, they're going to see that I don't know what I'm talking about and that I'm just, it is nothing, it is an empty pitch, but you go up and you, mine was, um, I took a thousand water breaks. So after so many times of talking to people, I would just get so tired and it's a little, it can wear you down a little bit going up and constantly doing your elevator pitch to different people and knowing that the majority of them are not going to pay off and they're not going to remember you. And so every now and again, I would go and take a water break. I would walk to the water fountain. I would get a sip of water. I would just kind of pull myself back together, hopefully find a friend, talk to them real quick. 
and just kind of go back and forth and give yourself little pep talks of like, hey, what did you find? Who are you talking to? This is doing great. You're doing great. And then it's the back and forth. And then, yeah, really just getting up the nerve and knowing that there is a there is something good and something bad in knowing that most people won't remember your name or what you said. <laughs> yeah. It really is just kind of swallowing, like you just clearing the fear for a second and being like, I'm terrified to go talk to you, but I'm going to do it anyways. And I'm a, I'm a people person, but when it comes to strangers, I, I usually try to like travel in a pack Usually, like, me and a friend walking up, and that's how we kind of introduce ourselves. So when you're out there by yourself, it it is a little scary. She had a little stranger danger. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I knew danger. I wasn't supposed to talk to these people. Know, but here I am asking them for employment. <laughs> I don't want your candy. Yeah. I don't want your candy, but I do want your job. <laughs> Well, yay. Thank you so much for coming and joining us on for our podcast today. It's been so great to learn about the co-op and how the co-op works and how it has benefited you as a student and, and as a professional. Just knowing those things, I think, is beneficial not only for us as advisors, but for our students and everybody involved, the entire campus at JSU. So, Thank you so much. I'm so excited. So yay. (laughs) Thank you for joining us today for this episode of The Selling Point. Until the next episode.